0: I only have that one
1: question from (laughs) Ivan. What's up, you guys? So Eric and I are literally sitting here and I was just being silly and I was like, I want someone to interview me. Like, Eric, interview me. Let's record a podcast. And here we are on my phone. And Eric is going to ask me questions about my business and I'm kind of scared. Am I good to go? Good. Okay. Welcome to the Courageously Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Schultz. Women like you do not hold back. You step towards your purpose. So stick around. We're about to get courageously confident. Killed it. But he's going to ask me questions and I'm going to answer them. So here's, I guess, Eric, go for it.
0: <laughs> My first question How do you come up with those long posts you write? How do you know what to say? How do you come up with the words?
1: How, the, how do I come up with the long post? Yeah, like, I write? Yeah, how do you
0: know what to write about? Like, how do you come up with the things you write about?
1: Okay, so I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> no, but, like, it's just funny the way you worded it. So how do I come up with what to say? So the obvious answer is, like, I know who's watching. Like, as in, like, I know who I want to help. So I write content that's going to be relatable or inspiring or motivational or whatever for someone who like is watching me and and learning from me. So when I write something, I want people to walk away with value. So it needs to be like in alignment with people who are watching me and potentially want to buy from me, like number one. But really how I come up like quote unquote come up with it is just like It's honestly like, what am I going through? What am I feeling that that day? A lot of people ask me if I like batch create content. I don't, I write, like when I make a post, I wrote it most of 99% of the time in that moment. So a lot of what I have, my content revolves around like what I'm selling at that time. So if I'm selling like a social media thing, I'll talk more about social media. Just as an example, if I'm talking about sales and money, I'll talk more about sales and money. Or when it's just like a post, just a post, um, I get inspired by like my own life, what I'm going through, and I get inspired by my clients. So, like, if there's a theme of things that it's like coming up that I'm seeing come up on the internet, I'll write about it. Is that answer?
0: <laughs> that was that was good. <laughs> that's great.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so my next thing I've actually wanted this for a while from like an in Instagram in general. Everyone seems to when they make, like, an Instagram post, it's always, like, it's, like, there's, a, like, there's, like, a unwritten format rule of, like, it's both, like, like, the spacing, like, there's, like, paragraph but within the paragraph, you put, like, a little image or a little emoji, and at the end, you, like, put a little something, like, it's, like, there's, like, a format, like, a memo format that you would, it's, like, standardized across the board, like, is that just, like, a a picked up thing that everyone just agrees to make them that way or
1: this is so funny i would have never thought you would have ever asked this so okay so when like some i don't know who the person was that said you this is how you make spaces on an instagram post and like do it like that whatever i don't know who the creator of that was but the reason why people do it is because it's easier to read wouldn't you agree like it's easier to read a caption when there's like the spaces and so when you're on instagram specifically the format is like big picture big video and then words and like you're on your phone so you don't just want like one huge paragraph you want spaces so the instagram etiquette of captions is to have it spaced out just because um it's easier to read
0: yeah i've just noticed everyone sort of makes their posts like they look Yeah. Structured the same way as everybody else's. It's because they
1: care. It's appealing.
0: Okay. Good to know. Next. Um, (laughs) How. What's like the toughest part when you're coming up with a new idea?
1: The toughest part when I'm coming up with a new idea? Yeah.
0: Like when you're like, I want to make a post or I want to sell a program. What's like the hardest step? is it like the initial figuring out what you're gonna do, or is it further on down there?
1: um I guess when it's like a when I'm making a program or designing a program, I think the hardest part is is selling it like anyone, but it's not even selling it like I know I can sell things, I know I can sell it. It's just like sometimes the process of sell the process of selling things is like a roller coaster ride of emotions that's really what it is um i think that you're probably more referring to like like coming up with an idea
0: yeah like is it like
1: but but see for me i come up with ideas so naturally and like so effortlessly because everything that i do is like it's already ingrained in me like i feel like the idea just comes like it comes out of me at the perfect time but i already know the things like i already know it all but the idea just comes to the surface and i and i'm ready to go with it that's how i <laughs>
0: um what's the biggest lesson you've learned in the last year
1: the biggest lesson in the last year so mm-hmm. lesson learned since like last like, july till now
0: like if you could go back a year and give yourself one lesson like ahead of the time what would you tell yourself
1: Oh shit balls. Okay. Well, okay. This is interesting because so last July, August. Okay. Last September, I started to tap into something. The end of last September, September, 2019, I started to tap into sales, money, and time in a whole new way. And I hadn't tapped into that in July and August yet. And I know, Eric, you're probably like, you're fucking woo-woo, like tapped into what? But at the end of September I had of 2019, I had my first five-figure cash day. And that was on my birthday. That was on my birthday. And I remember, like, it was my birthday. It was like a random day in the week. You were getting ready to leave. I remember you were getting ready to leave. You had a thing in the fall. You weren't gone yet. It was like it was my birthday and and it was like a Thursday or a random weekday. And it was my birthday and I was like, I'm not doing anything on my birthday. Like, like obviously things are in place in my business so people could buy things. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not doing anything. And then something happened. And I I remember totaling up that day at night, like, and I was like, holy shit, I just had my first five figure cash day. And, and then I remember when, and then in, when it came to October, October was my biggest month ever in that year. And then obviously biggest month ever at that time. And I remember October, I didn't do anything. I had no full launch. Everything that happened was kind of like behind the scenes sales. So that's when I was fully like embodying the fact that like I can make money and be successful in my business without having to be like on all the time. Like if you're like on in a good mindset but behind the scenes things can still happen. And so that's when I realized like the whole that's when I really started to embody like collapsing time knowing I can make any amount in a short amount of time. That's when I really started to like just think about money and time differently in a way that exactly like this time a year ago I wasn't there yet like I thought it had to always be like doing selling, doing selling doing selling to make money and now I just think because of experience and trust and and like the tapping into like what's possible everything's shifted like this whole well January was a shit show and the people know this but like the most of this whole year has been yeah doing things but the energy of like trusting and knowing of what's possible has just like escalated so I mean, I don't know. I I don't know if I would say, like, I wish I knew that a year ago. I'm happy that I went through the process of it because, I don't know, I feel like you learn things better when you, like, suck at it or don't know. And then you can look back.
0: I'm going to change my question a little bit. What, in ten words or less, (laughs) what is something you would tell yourself a year ago from now? Year or today, What would you want to tell yourself?
1: It, I would either tell myself it all matters or none of it matters. Oh, yeah. Like, it just, like, the th- I feel like, okay, Here, this is already over 10 words, but let me explain. Like, like, it all matters. It all matters. But at the end of the day, I think that we get so caught up with the little things, like little things that I used to worry about. I'm think, I would think, like, why would I waste my energy on that? But, like, I still do it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, like, but a year ago, I was worrying about, like, littler things that I don't worry about anymore. So I think it's just, like, focus on the bigger picture. Yeah. That's what I would say. Focus on the bigger picture. Five words.
0: <laughs> Good enough. Now, this might take a little bit of looking forward, what do you think Steph a year from now would tell you right now?
1: Whole shit. Steph. Like, a y-
0: the stuff oh, you see a year from now, like where you think you're going to be, what do you think they'd be telling Steph right now?
1: Um, probably the same shit. Yeah. I, on- I honestly think the same stuff. Because I think that. What changes is the results, but we still go through the same problems, but we just know how to deal with them better and then, and we should move through them quicker. But I think that like a year from now, I'll tell myself like, it doesn't matter. It all matters. Stop. We're focused on the big vision. You know what I mean? Because even right now I'm in a million times better of a place that I was a year ago, but I still have the things come up. Mm-hmm. You know what I, Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: I have to think of another question. One more.
1: We'll do one more. We'll keep this a short one. A shorty. A
0: shorty. eh? Um, (laughs) What is is your favorite post that you've done recently?
1: My favorite favorite post... Okay, well, I just did a masterclass. Does that count?
0: I'm talking, like, Instagram posts. Like, your favorite post. The post that when you post it, you're like, that's the best fucking post I've ever done.
1: Okay, you're going to hate my answer, but, like, I love every post. I don't post unless I'm like, this is the best fucking post. Okay,
0: what's the worst post
1: you've done? Oh, the worst post? Um... I can't think of one specifically, but I do know anytime I feel like forced to post something for whatever reason, because yes, this happens to me too, and I post it, it's the worst post. Mm. So
0: something that you didn't necessarily start, the, like the idea or the reason you're posting it wasn't, it was external, not internal? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like it was
1: like, oh, I, I should make a post. I need to post something. I need to post something. Yeah. Blah, 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 you Yeah. Okay, this was fun. (laughs)
0: Uh, Eric. Last question. Do uh, you love me?
1: I love you. Good.